On today's episode of Talking Pictures, John Cena has hair, Kevin Hart is the new Adam Sandler, and we answer some questions people sent to us on Instagram, so that'll be great. Let's get rocking. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny, what's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. 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 And may God have mercy on your soul. Hi, hi, hiya, and welcome to Talking Pictures. It is Monday, October 15th. The whole gang is here, and we got a buttload to talk about. I am Henry O'Shea, joined as always by the captain of cool, Jack Neuheisel. How are we doing? And the big man, Jack O'Shea. This is the story of a girl. We saw a bunch of movies this weekend. We saw A Star is Born. We saw First Man. We've got some strong opinions on both. We loved one, and we hated one. Yes. So, yeah. Polar opposites. That's about fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're also firmly into fall now. I don't know if you guys have caught that. It's a little different doing fall out here in L.A. Oh, it's, I don't know if you guys are from Virginia. Like yeah. right now, well, it's just not very fall. It's yeah. not very fall at all. So you catch yourself saying some really dumb things where it's like you just don't pay attention to seasons changing. Yeah. So it's like mm. I'll catch myself coming back in being like, am I nuts or is it really cold in the morning? Yeah. Like, I, I need a sweatshirt to get to my car. Like, it's just the lamest stuff ever. It's all the sun for me because I wake up early. So it's literally like during the summer, it's the greatest thing ever because I wake up early and the sun's already out. And it's just the, it's for some reason, it's like nobody else is up. And I'm like jogging outside. It's the greatest feeling ever. And then all of a sudden fall hits and then I'm waking up and it's still like pitch black. Yeah. Yeah. I've never it's agreed with that. I never like being yeah. up when it's dark outside. I, the dark, uh, I don't like when it's dark. Yeah. Like, but it's not fall I, out like here. Sun. Like last night we left the movie. It was like 830. It was like 9, 930, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nine. And I was wearing a sweatshirt, and I was like, kind of like, like you know, a little cold. Mm-hmm. And then I realized it's beautiful out right now. I'm just oh, it's fantastic. Naturally thinking it's you've been nighttime yeah. in the fall, but no, it's wonderful mm-hmm. here. The weather's fantastic. By the way, uh, before we get going, we've been meaning to do this for a while. Um, we're gonna do what every other podcast does. If you are listening, if you like our stuff, uh, subscribe to it, and then also. Uh, Give us a rating. And it can yeah. be literally any rating you want. Five stars preferably. <laughs> yeah. um, that'd be cool. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be, I mean, I'm not going to lie. That'd be tight. Yeah. I, for the longest time, we were like, we're not going to ask people to do any of that. Because yeah, we're not sellouts, okay? We're, we're not fucking sellouts. <laughs> okay. you know? But then I actually rated our podcast because uh-huh. I hadn't done that yet. It takes literally like 12 seconds. And I was like, this would actually. Yeah, that's not a big favor. Yeah, I don't know if I've rated it that's either. This would actually be like really big. So let's go. We will also go rate it. <laughs> we should, we should all rate that. it. Write a review too. And if yeah. you write a, a funny review, I don't know what we're going to do, but um, it'd be cool. That'd be great. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> great. That'd I be like laughing. Do yeah, you? that'd be awesome. Yeah. Let's get going. Let's God, get rocking. we're such fucking sellouts. We started off talking about the weather yeah. and then asked people to subscribe. Jeez. God, I fucking hate myself. All right, let's go. <laughs> we're the worst. Let's get rocking. Let's get rolling. Start with some winners and some losers. Winner. I'll start with my first winner. Mm-hmm. Love. You're a big love winner. Wins. Usually that's its own segment. Huge. But this one, this was, love was such a winner. I thought, it, let's just put it in the winner category. We don't mm-hmm. even, it's that big. So a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months, again, we never, I never know what time, how much time goes by, but we talked about a thing that happened on the Bachelor Vietnam. So every country has their own Bachelor, Bachelorette, mm-hmm. and in the Vietnam version, mm-hmm. perhaps the greatest episode, the greatest twist of all time happened. A guy was giving out roses, pretty deep along in the, in the show. I don't know if there's like 10 people left, maybe even less, and he gives a rose to a girl. She says yes, gives it to another one, and the girl says, I can't accept this, turns to another girl and goes, I've fallen in love with you. And we run away with me. Let's go and live together. The girl says, yes, gives the rose back. What? So you, get, you remember you telling me this? Unbelievable. Yeah. So that was incredible. So that happened, I remember the story. It's so cool. That happened a couple months ago. And the producers apparently were like, we were about to have a heart attack. We didn't know, should we keep rolling? Or is this real? Or what's happening? Yeah. Totally get it. But so what ha- ended up happening was the girl who, the second girl, mm-hmm. who was like, you're right. I'm going to come with you. Turns out like five minutes later, she was like, no, mm-hmm. I should stay on the show. Mm-hmm. So she stayed on the show for another two weeks and then said, you know what? I'm done. I, I I have someone at home waiting for me. I just got it confirmed today. They are a happy couple. <laughs> wow. Right now in Vietnam, those two girls. Man, I can tell you right now, Vietnamese vets are just like, Charlie, you, you don't know what they're coming at you with. That is love. That is a real, true love story. Let's make a movie about it. That's yeah. Hallmark Channel. That's Freeform. Let's do it. Yeah. That's awesome. Freeform. Isn't that great? <laughs> love wins. That's mm-hmm. awesome. It's a crazy little thing called love. I'm pumped. I love when love's back in the wind column. It's good yeah, for everybody. I know. Some, it's, it's, it's been a tough year for love. Jackie, who's your winner? 
Me? Okay, I have two winners, actually. My first one, Israel. Israel. You're yes. a big winner. The uh, the state of Israel. Uh, because <laughs> Bad Baby, I thought it was Bad Barbie, but it's Bad Baby. I thought it was Barbie, too, but okay. It's Bad Baby. Otherwise, Catch Me the, Outside Girl. Catch Me Outside Girl yeah. uh, has announced that she is in support of Israel. That's right. No, really? Catch Me Outside Girl from The Ellen Show, and now she's like a 14-year-old rapper who's got tattoos and stuff like that. Sure. <laughs> just, that's a huge win for Israel because it means it's you know kind of like Kanye supporting Trump, where it's just like we're everywhere yeah you know we got supporters everywhere well it's a tough demographic to go get and and immediately now if, if you've you, got the big face holding up the flag for israel if you think you're gonna get a lot of 14 year olds yeah, to come on board so if you're netanyahu <laughs> and you're sitting here yeah. and you're listening to bad barbie ba bad baby and you're, and you're sitting here and you're like there's no way she even knows that israel exists and then you find out not only does she know it exists she's well read well versed on the subject <laughs> yeah. and 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 she supports our cause. So that's a big win for Israel. For you Netanyahu, and, yeah. Thank you, his lucky stars. I believe Netanyahu responded actually with, how about that? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> so there you go. How about that? Winner number two, Trader Joe's. You're a big yeah. winner. TJ's back in the win column. Yeah. Way to go. TJ's back in the win Should column. Should be in the win column so every week. It's fantastic. It is great. And they have the best shirts in the game. They do. I like one of the few places, like you never go to Best Buy and be like, oh, I want that shirt. No, yeah. But you go to Trader Joe's and you're like, are you guys selling these? Sign me up. I'll work part-time. It looks like beautiful Egyptian do. cotton, like a nice <laughs> mixed blend. The <laughs> logo is is just perfect yeah, it's not overstated it's but it's clean you're so you know, right no, it's, it's great clean. it's almost tropical which is a little outside the realm but whatever anyway they win because i mean as you'll remember about a month ago they won because uh that guy who was in the cosby show uh was seen working there and then uh he got hired by um who's tyler perry tyler perry to be on his new show that's right uh and so it's like you go to trader joe's you end up hitting the big time yeah. well look out they did it again okay did we get a joe back on the on the big stage so you know last chance you yeah i'm familiar so, oh yeah i saw that so the assistant coach who ended up being sort of the breakout star in the whole thing because he was the nicest guy ever totally unpaid he had a man bun college coach super sweet he's dealing with these guys who are essentially like you know they couldn't crack it in, in, in D1, mostly because they're troublemakers and he's out there just giving us all for the love of football not getting paid he had uh, was working at Trader Joe's just right now. He's being brought on by Lane Kiffin. What a thing. What a thing. FIU. Lane Kiffin's a big advocate for the old uh, last chance you guys. Oh, yeah. And for Trader Joe's, I believe, as well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> which isn't a fan of Trader Joe's. What, yeah. what, if you're not, you just haven't been. From At this point on, we can only compare Trader Joe's to just a launching pad for success. And so, <laughs> Trader Joe's, you're a winner. There we go. New, who's your winner? My winner this week is hair. You're a big winner. Hair. hair. Just hair. Good. Hair fans everywhere. Mm -hmm. We have we uh, three hair fans right here. Typically, the bald community has been making quite the move, and if not the bald community, just the short-haired community. Yeah, uh, it's in. It's hot. It's, it's fresh. been big, mm -hmm. and here goes one of their best, John Cena, rolling mm -hmm. up in the oh, ring yeah. after not being seen for a little bit. Full head of hair. He does. Mm -hmm. Not since Brian Urlacher have we seen this kind of transformation. transformation. Yeah, totally. It's unbelievable. Am I, am I nuts to say I don't think it looks good? I think it does look good. I think it looks so <laughs> bad. I love John Cena and everything about him, and it's if I a, saw him, I'd tell him it looked great, but it, he just doesn't have – his head's too big for hair. Like, his hair's too small for his head, if as, that makes any sense. As far as I know, it's his own hair, too. This isn't a Bosley. It no, it, it looks legit. A plug yeah, it looks legit. Deal. It yeah. looks fake, also, but at the same yeah. time, too, it's like... It looks well, just, like just like bad like, hair. If you could grow this hair this whole time, what the hell have you been doing? Why? I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It looks, I think it looked better with the short hair. It's like Erlacher. I don't get it. Erlacher's a fantastic head of hair as an, an announcer now. It's like, the ball look was intimidating, but boy, bro... Head and shoulders. I'll sponsor you. I assume that was the football helmet. Yeah, right. I assume it was just because it is so much easier. That's why every time yeah. you see like uh, they were in hats on the Ro sideline. Robbie Anderson for the Jets. Yeah, it's sweet. And it, he's got basically uh, who, who was uh, the weekend's hair. And it's yeah. like, dude, <laughs> I get it. It's a style, but you need to put a helmet. You got to put a helmet on. It yeah, every like, every week. Um, we, all, we can't all be Brady, okay? Speaking as somebody from the uh, you know extreme short hair community, if you're mm -hmm. watching on YouTube, I did just get a haircut. It looks great. How great does it look? It looks great. Um, <laughs> tight. Just tight. tight. I, I look a little intense. Every time I get a haircut, I look a little bit like a Marine, but I, but I, I dig it. Um, <laughs> I, this is a big loss for us. Uh, uh, John Cena. From your community? Yeah, the from, short hair, from, the tight from, crew? From my community, on our forums, on our group chats and, and texts, we were all just kind of heartbroken. It's like, really? Yeah. You know, you, you're going to join them? Them? After everything we've built? It must be for a role. I bet John Cena, he must be, he must be doing some role where he has to grow his hair out. Because mm -hmm. it's not like he's just doing it like he's... 
walking way, around with the hair? He's in the ring. He's it in is Raw. for Raw. It's it for, for Raw? Okay, there we go. It's a movie he's doing with Jackie Chan. And on the filming of that movie, awesome. Jackie Chan taught him a new move to bring back to the ring, to WrestleMania. No. So, fucking A. It's cross promotions. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> it's called the Karate Chop. It's perfect. Jackie Chan also is like quietly 75 years old. He looks great. Still kicking ass. <laughs> yeah. Still kicking ass. All right, losers. My loser of the week, Tim Allen. You are one I know. pathetic You're like, how is it, loser. How could Tim Allen be a loser? We love him. <laughs> and he's we, doing good right now. And yeah. his, the show. It, and his show, which took out to uh, Fox Last Man Standing, is an absolute hit. It's crushing the ratings and we actually watched a little bit of it. we thought it was hilarious but tim allen is the loser because when you think tim allen you think of a lot of things you think of that great picture of him getting arrested for a cocaine charge mm-hmm. killer stash. The mustache. Yeah. yeah but you also think of home improvement i think of the santa claus mm-hmm. i think that's probably the best christmas movie it's yeah top yeah. five ever i'm an sc2 guy but sure there we go santa claus 2 do you ever see the third one <laughs> well, he's jack got, frost that's because he's a diehard martin short guy yeah <laughs> he just loves him some short. jack frost <laughs> oh baby great movie actually it's a pretty good movie anyways santa claus one or just all of them tim allen in my mind when i think of santa claus i kind of think of tim allen he yeah. kind of that's uh, those, that's kind of him he is our saint nick it's tim allen's the loser because there's a new head honcho in town there's a new papa noel no. there's a new chris kringle and it's uh, kurt russell Kurt Russell is playing a new Papa Gigi. <laughs> Kurt Russell <laughs> is playing Santa Claus in a new Netflix movie, and he looks so unbelievable. I almost fainted when I saw it. Yeah, his hair say. and his beard is so natural and so full. <laughs> he looks like you know, like uh, freaking the dude in Pirates of the Caribbean with the tentacle beard. Yep, yes. it's like that, but it's hair. Uh, Davy it's Jones. like a lie, but it's hair. I'll, I'll it's say, incredible. I'll say this, though. Davy Jones. <laughs> he has a huge advantage when it comes to the beard game because his jaw is the size exactly. of most massive. men's jaws went after they grow a beard. Yeah. He's starting with that. He's, it's just an yeah. anvil. What yeah. a place But to even start. just the hair going back to – I told you guys, remember, I mean, it was a couple months ago. I saw him in that 7-Eleven. It looked great. It looked incredible. He's yeah. grayed it so well. It looked incredible. Dude, he's, he's just got the long gray hair. I tell you what, too. Early depictions of Santa Claus, from our understanding of it, I don't know how far back this goes. I assume really it's the beginning of time. Yeah, we yeah. really, yeah. Uh, it was a time when obesity was just kind of, you know, brushed off in yeah, this country, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and life is good. Yeah. So we had Jolly was this gigantic fat guy who, uh, it, I think that's bullshit. This guy's working around the clock for yeah. 65 years to bring uh-huh. a, a hell of a holiday mm-hmm. uh, to the Christians and everybody else around yeah. the world. He should look better. Kurt yeah. Russell looks great. At the same time, Neil, I'm going to quote, Mrs. Claus, actually. Nobody likes a skinny Santa. So, you know, you know. Kurt, well, Kurt Russell isn't skinny. He used to yeah, be fit. No, no, it's bad. the right amount of, like, he's got great dad no, strength. That, that's I what Tim Allen looks I buy him great. carrying the bag. I do, too. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think they're going to – he's not – I don't think he's going to say yes to wearing a hat, cover up that hair. No chance. He's no. going to be a hatless Santa. Maybe a uh, kind of headband situation. Kind Ooh, of an Aspen nice. in the 80s. That'd be nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that'd be cool. I got a, I got sort of a conspiracy theory that I literally just thought up for oh. you guys. So Santa Claus. Saint Nick, Papa Gigio. He <laughs> lives uh, in Antarctica. North Pole. No, North, North Pole. Pole. Sorry, North Pole. North Excuse Pole. me. <laughs> North Pole. North Pole. Uh, every year, you know, he's the head honcho where he's working. Uh, he, he, he's the, the top of the food chain, so to speak. Um, every year, he goes around the world, he delivers gifts. But while he's doing that, he eats an enormous amount of cookies and milk. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At which point, you can only imagine that's where he's getting most of his caloric No, I'm with you. And mm-hmm. I also think that the, the robustness, the fatness of it kind of maybe has to do – there's a lot of things that you, you don't realize the Christmas spirit depends on. Mm-hmm. You know, Elf, the Christmas cheer, that kind of stuff. I think that the mm-hmm. weight has something to do with the whole operation. Well, I think it, he, he basically feeds himself for an extended period of time. Like a bear. Throughout this day. That's my uh, conspiracy theory. <laughs> Santa Claus is a polar bear. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Lives in Antarctica, top of the food chain. Top of the food chain. You keep going South Pole. <laughs> I like the food North chain. North Pole, whatever. North Pole. <laughs> South uh, Pole. Absolutely, uh, just crushes a ton of food in a very short period of time. Yeah. I think he then hibernates. Interesting. I think it's okay. Bear. But I think we all agree here. Mm-hmm. If he were to lose the weight, he wouldn't be the skinny, frail guy. No, he, like no, he, no. he look, he looks fantastic in a Tommy Bahama shirt. Yes, mm-hmm. he fills it yeah. out. He's got the yeah. shoulders. I think that's the clarification we needed. Yeah. Knew who's your loser. <laughs> My loser this week is funny. You are one for oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard this news. Uh, Adam McKay, who started the company with Will Ferrell in 2007. Mm-hmm. And Chris Henchy. And Chris Henchy uh, is officially leaving the company. Uh, this after he announced one of the skits they're uh, doing uh, that's up, coming out, uh, a skit they're doing with Shell. Uh, is the most disgusting skit and thing he's ever seen. Oh, they're doing it with Shell. So yeah. wait, what is it? What's so the skit? It's basically this three-part little uh, uh, skit miniseries they're doing with Shell. So just the fact that they're partnering with a gas company, I think, has Adam McKay freaking out because that apparent—that's his big protest. Is uh, he's a global warming guy? That, that's his. That's that's where he plants his flag is on global warming. So mm-hmm. he just couldn't stand for it. Here's what I'm going to say: 
The guy's he is hilarious. I'm a big Adam McKay fan. He's awesome. He, he's made, he made the new Dick Cheney movie. It's gonna be great. I think that's all the funny of Funnier Die. So if the funny leaves, all the options left here are to die. To die. Mm-hmm. I'm so with you. Wow. I think that's is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, we're dead. I'm also gonna say yeah. Adam McKay, a guy who you're in the comedy business, you got to be able to make fun of anything. I that's agree. the whole point. We got to be able to I make light of situations. Weird. They made a sketch with Shell, though. I agree. That's weird. I agree. That's weird. But it's a weird place to be like, no, this is disgusting. Yeah. This is disgusting. It yeah. seems weird. I read the article. I didn't see the the sketch. He said it was the most disgusting thing he's ever seen. Yeah. So I'm wondering what it is. If it's if it's anti-global warming and Shell sponsored it, I get being like, oh, I guess this is fucked up. Yeah, but I, I don't get why it's the most disgusting thing he's ever seen. I, yeah, I think that's uh, has that's, he, that's has sounds, he seen by Spring the way, Breakers? It's <laughs> gross. Has he even bothered to see Franco? Yeah, it's gross. Because <laughs> otherwise, maybe he hasn't. Yeah. Because that makes no sense. I I just don't. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it just I think everybody's a big loser in that situation. Yeah. Gosh, what a pathetic loser. What a pathetic loser. Moving on. Time for some segments. First segment, new segment. In this economy? In this economy. That's right. Things are changing these days. A lot of things are changing. Things in the past, they can't be here today. Big example this week in an Esquire interview uh, with Steve Carell, the guy who played Michael Scott in one of the most famous shows ever, The Office, that I think – Probably got to be the most watched show on Netflix, right? Everybody like. I think between that and Friends, I think that's like the majority of not not majority, but I think a heavy percentage of Netflix subscribers got it because it's like you can watch any off yeah, episode, no, any totally. episode. It's massive. It's still to this day one of the most popular everything's. But Steve Carell in that article was talking about the show, and they were talking about maybe bringing it back because there were some rumors about that. And he said, first off, he just doesn't think they should bring it back for a lot of reasons. Just mm-hmm. no, because it's just not. They had a thing back then. Don't mm-hmm. try to recreate the, the good old days. But more interestingly, he had a, a couple quotes about why it wouldn't work today, and they were super interesting. So he said, it might be impossible to do the show today uh, and have people accept it the way it was accepted 10 years ago. It's a different climate. I mean, the whole idea of that character, Michael Scott, so much of it was predicated on inappropriate behavior. I mean, he's certainly not a model boss. A lot of what is depicted on the show is completely wrong-minded. That's the point, you know? But I just don't know how that would fly now. There's a very high awareness of offensive things today, which is good, for sure. But at the same time, when you take a character like that too literally, it doesn't really work. So, he's basically saying, with how... I don't want to say how easily people are offended today, but with how... Today, there's just way more things are offensive mm-hmm. and you can't get away with as much. There's very few shows like it's always sending Philadelphia or stuff that actually even come close to trying to cross any lines that would might upset people. It's basically South mm-hmm. Park and sunny mm-hmm. yeah. in my mind, South Park's far and away mm-hmm. uh, the leader, uh, but super interesting. Cause you never think of the office as a controversial show. And I actually totally agree with him, which is crazy. I see where he's coming from, but I don't agree with him. I see where he's coming from in the sense of like, you know, a lot of the episodes, especially like the first season, like the diversity day one, I could see for sure there would be a, a bunch of people on Twitter, which we've gone into just because a bunch of people on Twitter think something doesn't mean that anybody is not a reflection but of it the becomes, world. But at it all. becomes news somehow. So it's like, I totally agree. It's not a reflection yeah. of the world. But if there is enough Twitter hate about something, mm-hmm. there's like a headline about it. True. Um, I, I think that it could absolutely last. And I think it's because uh, uh, Steve Carell, like the character he plays, says a lot of like stupid stuff racist stuff sexist stuff just idiot stuff and stuff but the whole point is that he's an idiot yeah and, and he's that wrong yeah everybody around him for the most part is like you're a fucking idiot so like in uh i'm not gonna actually i was about to go into a whole rant of like in comedy there's two people the straight man and the character and everybody else is kind of a straight man in that show except for like dwight mm-hmm. and andy when he first starts so when michael does something the amount of times in the show you, you hear like a whole office just going michael I think it would absolutely not. It's not offensive at all. Yeah. They don't say anything. Like, they go through offensive topics, but it's not actually offensive. Yeah, I don't think it's offensive at all. I don't think it should be. Like, I yeah. wish that they could bring it back today and be normal. But we watched an episode last night where there was a suicide joke, a racist joke, and a sexist joke within, like, five minutes. <laughs> and I was like, this would be a headline. This would be – if it came out, that episode came out, it would be, can you believe what The Office did last night? Got it's it. like, that's just so nuts because it shouldn't be that way. But, I mean – yeah, I, I, what do you think now? I think in principle, Jack, you're right. I think you could probably still do the show with the exception of like you'd have to go and handpick episodes that just wouldn't make the cut. Like when they publicly there's out, certain jokes when they publicly out Oscar, that's mm-hmm. a toughie. When they like, cause, but again, it's all like it's never Michael's never the right guy no, to do it. He's like, but he's the protagonist. And he's trying to like tiptoe his way through it. 
it was just perfect for its time like right because mm-hmm. right then is like all these issues were getting brought to light as like you can't say faggy anymore yeah michael scott you i mean the amount of times it. they say that in the show it's incredible yeah so it's like okay boom but it you know it, it's interesting i also don't think there's any believable circumstance where a guy could work like this in an office and not mm-hmm. get fired that's also so the thing like, yeah. yeah i think where it's like all these episodes where he's doing this shit i think you'd be like well he's fired he has yeah. to be yeah i watch the news Guys get fired for much less. No, you're right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. And he, uh, but he also he said like just they shouldn't bring the show back. He wouldn't be interested in it. But also he was like let the show, and it yeah. was great. For I the totally time agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I think if they tried to bring it back, it'd be the Jim Pam show. And who the fuck wants who to wants watch that? that? If Mike, if Michael's not in, we're bringing back season nine. And it's like season nine, I've watched a million times, and I still enjoy it. But it's like we don't watch it because of season nine. No, no not at all. So. Yeah, so what the heck? Stop it. <laughs> so stop. So stop it. Texan, Texans just picked one on the 30 and brought Dude, it to the house. Dude, Brock Osweiler's playing today? Uh, yeah, for the Dolphins. Texans just got the lead. I don't think our 10 points is going to cover. It's not going to cover. We're, that's okay. We're just fucked. That's all right. As we're are fucked. the Colts. Moving on. New segment. Just mm-hmm. a thought. Sometimes we just, think stuff. Just a quick thought. <laughs> just got a quick thought. Just want to throw it out there. We Jack, do some thinking. Yeah, Jack, you got a quick thought? My quick thought was, I think Kevin Hart is becoming the new Adam Sandler. Whoa! (laughs) But he, uh, I just noticed because like he's in every movie. Adam Sandler kind of went through a phase where he was just in every movie, and you go from like in the lexicon of popular culture in the zeitgeist, uh, people like, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, Kevin Hart was like the dude. Everybody's like he's the funniest person on earth. Everything he's in, no matter what, people love it because it's usually pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then you make a few like clunkers and then you kind of sell out a little bit like he and you know the rock even though the rock will never sell out because he is the greatest person in the world uh where like people just kind of start like hating a little bit on you Mm -hmm. everything he makes is completely washable just like adam sandler where it's like Mm -hmm. there's gonna be laughs and for for it's suitable for families everybody of all ages i just thought i was like i think kevin hart is the new adam sandler i think i so I, i agree in that uh i Sometimes, like, I don't think I got to the point where he would, he made so many movies that, like, I missed a couple of his movies. Like, you would, I would see, like, something and be like, oh, when does that come out? I was like, that came out last year. Like, the one where him and Drew Barrymore go to Africa. It was like, when did that happen? Kevin Hart is in that now, where it's yeah. like, he's got new movies coming out, where it's like, when did that, I never heard about that. When did that come out? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just in so much different stuff. He's in a ton. Um, Kevin Hart's in a new movie with Brian Cranston, who, where Brian Cranston plays a paraplegic and Kevin Hart is his like helper guy mm-hmm. it actually looks fantastic but uh you know i think that's an interesting point i think uh it's su- super similar Jake. except kevin hart's just way louder not to overly ding kevin hart i don't know that kevin hart ever had the billy madison water boy that early phase of like proving no, himself he had, he had, he had the great stand-up right so he had yeah. three great stand-up albums that killed it i'm like going through his filmography right now there's nothing to offset the last five movies he's done like all these movies yeah. are terrible <laughs> and that's a, you got through him. That feels like a bash, but like let's let's just go back to 2015 where he does the wedding ringer, and then which he, by the way I thought was super underrated. I love that movie. And then he does Get Hard, and then he does not good. a Ride Along, and then he does Central not Intelligence, good. and then he does Night School in Jumanji. So yeah, I'm looking at it. Not great. And I'm also gonna say the Secret Life of Pets was bad. What a waste of time. No, <laughs> you never saw that one. It was. Uh, he was great in Jumanji, but that's not really his movie. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. We'll see how Night School goes and, and and stuff. But uh, we'll see how Night School goes. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't I'm think I'm looking at his filmography. It's not. Let's see how it goes. It's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Another segment. Guess who's back? Back again. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Gunn director of a bunch of different marvel movies he was kind of the marvel guy he got in a bunch of hot water earlier this summer uh because people found some old tweets a lot of old tweets of him making uh where he made a lot of really bad pedophile jokes and jokes Mm -hmm. sexual jokes about kids and children um pretty crazy stuff uh we talked about it a while ago but he is back uh disney fired him from the whole marvel universe we're like you're never directing anything for us again sorry whatever mm-hmm. bunch of backlash like uh dave batista who plays uh what's his name blue guy in gardens of the galaxy was like never tracks like this i'm so not okay with this we're not gonna make another movie or whatever mm-hmm. james gunn just got hired by dc comics the rival and uh he's gonna write and direct suicide squad too i'm so, comparing this in in my head and it's obviously a stretch to when Johnny Damon went to the Yankees. Yeah. Where it's just like, what? Yeah, wait, how? Marvel's guy what? is now is now swinging the bat for the other team. And he <laughs> cut his hair and shaved his beard. You did? No, it was oh. John, John, <laughs> Johnny Damon did. I was like, he had a beard? <laughs> Johnny Damon did. Um, bold move. But, it, you, like, 
it's interesting because I think everybody made made the right move. I think Marvel and Disney were totally in the right for for firing him. This is going to be a lingering issue. You might as well just you know get rid of it and let's try to try to fix it and yep. just see what we we can save. It's a bummer, but like it's not worth the risk. I think James Gunn going to DC. Fuck yeah, I think DC going for James Gunn. Yeah, but uh, DC like the movies that they make better be fucking good. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're so bad that I think they That's kind the of it's, they don't have a lot yeah. further down to go where they're like, let's just roll our die in this pedo guy and just have him. Let's see if he can make a killer movie. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad one was so it bad. Was so so bad. The second one can't be worse, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, they're they're. Gonna, I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you right now, the second one is going to be so overhyped though because it's got all the this. amount of people that are like, I can't believe Disney fired James Gunn, which was weird to me. I was like, really? Yeah. How? But uh, are you th- this upset? <laughs> Yeah. Um, did you see his tweets? They're really bad. They're really bad. Uh, but like, it's gonna immediately have like, you know, a hundred percent ratings. Just being like, yeah, because fuck Disney. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I, I, it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, it's good because the original Suicide Squad. Remember when they were like the showing the trailers sweet. and stuff? Yeah, it looked awesome. I mean, when you get Imagine Dragons and Wiz Khalifa <laughs> yeah. and Twenty One Pilots to make original original music. What's that Twenty One Pilots song in the movie? Sucker for Pain. It's um. I'm heathens. Just, All my friends are heathens. Take us <laughs> that song's great. That's, that movie was so bad. I couldn't believe how bad that movie was. Why? Why do you make a witch the bad guy? Why? Is, why? I don't know, why Jack. Is, why, I don't know. Why is the Joker like a nightclub promoter? Like I an don't '80s know. gangster? I don't you, know. The bad girl being a uh, super hot 19-year-old or so archaeologist yeah. who was yeah. just wandering she's the Amazon. The, hey, she's the best in her field. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I'm sure. Hey, <laughs> yeah. You, know you know what's interesting about all this though? The James Gunn having kind of control over the Marvel series over the most recent ones, mm-hmm. they've got a very specific, like, kind of genre of movie they pitch out now over Fun there in Marvel soundtrack. Where it's like, go watch Good Ragnarok, stuff, yeah. any of the Guardians of the Galaxies, because they also have Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pratt and freaking Robert Downey Jr. You got the guys who are the best at that. You yeah. got the best comedic, likable badasses along with this. So there's like the great action comedies is basically what all those have become. Yeah. DC in the meantime has been trying to go the dark route and be like well, and no, failing we're fucking gritty we yeah. have Batman and, and Ben Gotham Affleck and fucking... our Batman's an actual yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, going James Gunn is that just a complete pivot then or are they going to be like well this has been failing miserably we're I gonna, think they're going to give him the keys Marvel train. they're going to give him the keys and say drive do whatever the fuck you want kill characters yeah. Jimmy bring <laughs> characters just, just fucking do save whatever the, save this shit tweet shit do whatever <laughs> SOS it's all good save our suicide squad <laughs> moving on we saw a couple movies so a uh, little bit of review action we saw stars born and we're not gonna we're gonna try our best not to spoil that we saw first man and you can't even spoil that one you can't because it's history so people know by the way spoiler for uh first man we got to the moon we got to the moon we got to the moon just you know we did 1969 we got to 1969 so so what do you guys want to start with stars born or first man uh let's start with let's start with the stars born because that's the earlier one so we saw stars born we actually saw it last weekend but it was after we'd already recorded the podcast um in in a in just a quick I'd say the movie rocked us. It, 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 it's got me in a funk right now. The movie, this is Stars Born, affected this is me later. in a different way than I expected going into it. Yeah. Did you guys like it? Also, do you think it was a good movie? That's separate. Do you think it was a really good movie? Did you love it? Did you not like it, but did you think it was a good movie? You know what I mean? I, th- I thought it was. It's so interesting because it's like I can't tell if it was. In my mind right now, I'm in the honeymoon stage where I was like, I fucking loved this movie. I don't think I can see it again. Yeah. Because it really, dude, this movie really fucked me up. It is an intense movie. I was saying we were on the way home, driving home from the theater, the three of us, and we're listening to music because music's fantastic. Music makes the movie. There's there's three songs that are just absolutely jams. Jam and a half. Peanut butter jams. Jam City USA's. (laughs) Uh, But like while we were driving home, I legitimately was like really close to crying. So I'm sure you guys noticed. I just didn't say anything. Yeah. Well, it's, for it's, like 15 minutes. I was like, if I talk, I'm going to, I'm going to start like bawling. And we, uh, we going into it, a uh, couple questions. We had our boy Keller on talking about it. Biggest question was, is there anything new? I've seen this trailer a million times. Uh, is there anything like, is it just going to be what I've been seeing? And he was like, no, it's not at all. And he was totally right. Totally I had right. no idea what this movie was about or what was going to happen or how it was going to go or the time frame or the characters or anything. I would definitely recommend go seeing it, but boy, it is heavier than I thought it would be. Like, again, mm-hmm. I loved it. Actually, I really liked it. Yep. I think it's a great movie. I don't know if I will ever watch the full thing again. Uh, and I, I feel like that's not a thing for me. And I can't think of another movie like that. 
there are scenes of this movie that are some of my favorite scenes uh, we've watched in a movie the theater. The concert scenes. In forever. So I saw a thing real quick. I saw a thing. Bradley Cooper. We saw. Remember mm-hmm. we saw it in the Dolby? Yes. The Dolby. Bradley Cooper had a thing saying, you got to see it in the Dolby. <laughs> I edited the whole thing based for the Dolby. He's like, the concert <laughs> scenes. And I think, I wonder if you saw if you saw it in a regular theater if it would be different because the concert scenes in the Dolby were unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's rock and roll. But keep going. Okay. Unbelievable. So there's scenes in this movie that were some of my favorite scenes that we've seen uh, in forever. There were parts of this movie I thought uh, it jerked itself off a little bit, and there mm-hmm. were parts of this movie that I just kind of disagreed with. Um, and a lot of my issues were with how the plot line kind of I went had through, issues, yeah. Which you can't hold anybody accountable. It's a remake of a movie. Yes. So there is that. So I really liked it. I think other people liked it more than I did. So I'm tempted to say it's a smidge overrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the soundtrack kicks so much ass that it, it's worth it regardless. Best soundtrack, especially because it's original yeah. and it's about musicians. It The soundtrack absolutely kicks ass. But I agree there were parts that I I, I, I had notes at the end. New. Like, I didn't walk out going, that's the best movie ever. I went out being like, that movie was insane and it affected me. You know, yeah. I cried and it, it, it changed me. But I definitely had problems. We'll go through winners and losers of the movie. But I think we all agree. There's probably going to be two or three songs nominated. It's going to be nominated for Best Picture, Best Director. Bradley Cooper's going to get a nom. Actor, Lady Gaga's going to get a nom. Sam Elliott's going to get a nom. Yeah. I think that's probably a little bit of an overreaction. I agree. Having said that, though, Mm -hmm. I saw a thing, and I totally agree, that was like, A Star is Born is the Oscar frontrunner, and we just need competition because Mm -hmm. as of now, just nothing else. As of now, you're totally right. There's just no other really good movies. Like, I don't even know. And we got a while to go, but... I think think this is... I give you guys my my list of how I think it's going to do with the Oscars. I think... uh, I think it it will be nominated for Best Picture, depending on what comes out. Right now, like you said, it's the favorite to win Best Picture. So Mm -hmm. I was betting right now, which you can bet, Bet on this to win Best Picture. I think uh, Bradley Cooper will be nominated, but not win for Best Actor. Lady Gaga will be nominated and win for Best Actress. Mm-hmm. Sam Elliott will be nominated and win for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, I think uh, Shallow, the last song that Lady Gaga sings, and uh, maybe, possibly, maybe it's time, yeah. will be nominated, Such a good song. be nominated for uh, the Best Song. I think there's going to be an upset where Lady Gaga's last song is going to be the Best Song. Interesting. Um. And also, Bradley Cooper will be nominated for Best Director, but not one. Yeah. So that's your line. Parlay that motherfucking shit. You <laughs> you will win a lot of money. Because in September, you're going to get beautiful odds. Beautiful. I can tell you this movie's going to crush it at the BuzzFeed Awards. Oh, yeah, the BuzzFeed guys? They're going to crush gonna, it. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna, yeah. I'm sure it was a hit. Winners um, and losers of the movie. My winner is Sam Elliott, not even close. So Sam Elliott was incredible. I still think Bradley Cooper was just freaking awesome. I think he's got He's, he's very, looked very, cool, very good. And he was cool. And he was a believable alcoholic, drunk, drug addict guy. And it was honestly kind of cool. I was kind of into it. I think I got to go Sam Elliott. But the tough part about giving it to Sam Elliott is he was just sort of playing Sam Elliott. Yeah. So yeah. this wasn't like a huge There wasn't stretch. a big stretch there, yeah. But that's how good Sam Elliott is. <laughs> the guy, I mean, we were talking about this. The guy has had white hair for going on longer than I've been alive. Yeah, he was gray in uh, Roadhouse in 86. He, he, you know? he was like, looked the exact same, maybe a little bit older in The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. he yeah. is, I don't think he's going to die. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever die. Sam Elliott. He doesn't age. in this age. Yeah. He just uh, came out with that mustache. So we also saw First Man last night. Different opinions on that one. In, in a couple words, my... Uh, first uh, man review to start us off would be shaky blurry and quiet mm-hmm. that yeah. was the movie and i hated all three things about it. <laughs> here's the thing if you are looking to watch uh ryan gosling's character in drive yeah uh you know be play neil armstrong uh but unlike drive have no music yeah um and if you're also looking for extreme close-ups of Ryan Gosling's face when he has absolutely zero expression. Um, and if you're also looking to sort of like throw up because you're going to get so dizzy, and also if you're looking to have absolutely no audio for extended periods of time, then definitely see this movie. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm sorry, <laughs> how, how, far, how fired up am I allowed to be right now? We, uh, we did not like the movie. I fucking hated this we movie. We did not like the movie. We walked out. I was not sure if you guys were going to like it. Throughout it, I was so bored. It was such a boring movie. It was so horribly boring. It was boring. so quiet, and it was so bad. We really did not like it. We left very, very upset. I got out, I came out very fired up. because like So the first like 
15 minutes of the movie. And I'm, we're not going to spoil anything. Again, mm-hmm. he went to the moon. That's yeah. your spoiler. You really can't spoil it. It's one of those movies. You don't. There's nothing. Hap- nothing happens that we could spoil. No. The, the, the first 15 minutes, I looked at, uh, see how long the movie was. It was like two and a half hours long. And the first 15 minutes, it's just close-ups of Ryan Gosling's face. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, nothing is said. Nothing. In, in, in the first uh, five, for sure. And then it's just sort of like him playing in the backyard with blurry camera with his kids. Um, and I realized... Like I almost walked out because like this is gonna be a fucking it's gonna be this thing the entire time. I'm super ADD. I can barely <laughs> fucking sit in a, in a in a regular movie. So I was just in there. I was like, this is gonna be hell on earth for me. And sure enough, the entire movie. Also, the reason why I hate it so much is the whole movie. I felt like lied to us. <laughs> That's not what Neil Armstrong was like. He's not the stoic, uh, like personality disabled guy. He's a fucking. He was the commander you, of this mission. You, he you was a charismatic winner. You can't be a leader if you don't know how to communicate. And that was like his biggest like character trait was that like he doesn't talk. I, I didn't. I don't know enough about Neil Armstrong to mm-hmm. to say that's not what he was like. But if that is what he was like. I don't know how we picked him to go to the moon. I yeah. Have no idea why the movie did not tell me why we would pick him. There was also, there was no, he had no like reason behind anything. We didn't like, know anything about him. We didn't learn or know anything about Neil Armstrong besides one event that the whole movie is about. There was not a moment in the movie where it was like, we find out like, yeah, he just loves, you know, kicking, space kicking or his own ass or, or space this, or, 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 or being the first. Nope, we don't know. He anything. had no, it seemed like he had no interest the entire time in doing anything. Yep. So it wasn't like just any other movie guy. where it's like, but that's not how life works. You yeah. don't just sort of like do nothing until you become the first man to walk in the moon. Totally it was agree. so weird. And then the reason why, another reason why you can tell like they were absolutely lying is when he's getting off the spaceship for the first time, uh, the lunar rover or whatever, uh-huh. uh, they cut to essentially like, you know, the audio that everybody has heard of the first moon landing. Yes. And he says like, yeah, the, you know, it's almost like sort of a powdery substance. Yeah. It's very interesting. Very beautiful to look at that. Like he said more words and that mo- in him that on the moon sentence, said more words than the entire rest of the movie combined. Like pretty much. Yep. And, and so it's like, okay, so it's clearly bullshit. <laughs> we have complete proof. He was not this guy who was just constantly like yeah. torturing himself. Like, like it just made no Sense. Biggest takeaway from the movie was apparently Neil Armstrong, very serious and very boring guy. Yeah, that was that was who Neil Armstrong was—a very serious man who was incredibly boring and didn't have a lot to say. The movie—I like, don't think that was Neil Armstrong. It felt so like pretentious to me. Every time yeah. they would cut to Ryan Gosling's face for two and a half minutes straight of just his face, and you can see barely seeing the reflection that he's like, you know, looking out at like three people looking at him or some shit, yeah. something random. I was just like. What makes what makes any like storyteller think this is? Well, it also it's one of those movies that like makes me feel dumb because like they'll show like a stick on the ground and then Neil looking at it and then a bug on the stick and Neil and then he walks away and I'm like, yeah. what did that tell me about <laughs> Neil? What did I just? What am I He's supposed to have just learned? Mind. You know what I mean? Like, what am I? What was that? Was it just cool to look at, or is that telling me something about what's going on? Like I really throughout the movie, I was like, "What did that scene tell me?" I don't know. I, I think I'm just a dummy. Like I really don't know. It was bad. Though. I'm gonna preface my take with a series mm-hmm. of obvious statements. The reason why we and anybody were excited to see this movie is it's the freakiest, greatest achievement maybe in human history. Yeah. Where yeah. it's we sent a fucking and it's our achievement. We, America, sent, we sent a group of dudes in this rickety old metal bus and we just threw mm-hmm. it across space. After putting all the greatest minds in the world together and fucking figuring the shit out. Uh-huh. It's, so all I wanted to do when we got there was figure out how the fuck we did that when we had no chance of doing it in 1961. Then we pull it off in 1969. Yep. So th- there's times where they're like, okay, chapter one of rocket science. And then they're going to – I'm like, fuck yeah. We're going to get Let's whiteboard Let's do it. Time. Let's learn actually what happened. You spend zero time on the whiteboard. You Never. spend the entire time Or in the control room. You spend no time in the control room. The entire movie is about what I'm guessing is a made-up – of relationship issues between Neil and his wife, which who fucking gives a shit? What does yeah. that have to do with getting to the moon? No, I'm with and, you. and it'd be one thing if there was like a really good story behind that, yeah. but there just wasn't. Like his wife, like obviously, she was good. I like the actress, but there was nothing interesting about there, her. There, there was no like, there was no like catharsis. Like there was no reason when they would fight, it would be like, why are you guys fighting? When they were like like loving each other, it was like, why are you guys loving? There was no reason behind any of it. Um, and you're right. This is easily. Yeah. The greatest feat of, of mankind. The, like, so the moon is, I believe, uh, 250,000 miles away from Earth. Besides when we've gone to the moon, sending humans to the moon, 
I think the highest we've ever sent anybody is 200 miles above Earth. So That's we sent them madness. a thousand times <laughs> farther than we've ever sent anybody else. And not only that, they landed on the moon. They landed. They, they orbited and then fucking God, assembled they again. <laughs> and it, they made it like they did a good job of like, oh, it was really hard. Yeah. They didn't do a good enough job. All, all of a sudden it was like, yep, things are really tough too. We're landing on the moon. Yeah. Like, Since when did we become they, – they just did uh, – the movie should have been about how we got to the moon. And how, what we did to figure out and what all the, the challenges. And there were challenges, but it was more so the challenges of Neil and his wife. Yeah. And the, the pressures they faced. And it's like, no, spend some more time in the fucking control room. The movie was two and a half hours long. I think if you gave us the movie, I think I could cut the movie into one hour long tight movie of just like, just things happening. Take out all of the like B-roll shots you know, not of the moon, but of like, you know, Neil just standing outside on his yard yep. looking at a swim. Mm -hmm. Take, get rid of all of that. Get that out of here. I think you lose an hour and a half of the movie and it's really interesting. And then I think you can put another hour in of just the process of sending somebody to the moon. And then I, I like, they need to make this again, basically. Yeah. Cause yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the coolest story ever that they just fucking butchered it. because they were just jerking themselves off yeah. thinking I'm so creative. <laughs> The, God, uh, I hated this movie. The movie Hidden Figures, which I believe isn't even about the Apollo missions. No, it's, it's about, about John Glenn, right? Yeah. They put him up into space. Mm -hmm. You would learn more about us getting to the moon in that fucking movie than you do this movie, which is madness. It's unacceptable. It, it's it's bullshit. It's unacceptable. <laughs> it's not why I went. That's what it is. So we totally spoiled the whole movie, but not really because it's again, again kind of a know. true story. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we do not recommend seeing it. I would say don't see it. Do not actually. save your money. Yeah, don't see it. Um, moving on now we got a little gone in 60 seconds speed round before we answer some questions that people send us on insta pumped about that so gone 60 seconds once jack has the timer all figured oh yeah out. we're configuring it right now bringing in the timer the timer is on the way we got some good ones today maybe the best gone 60 seconds in a while this, this is great filler by the way henry Azu. Oh. <laughs> as i pulled the timer i have the timer ready and timer, the timer is, ready. is ready and Amy Winehouse, her hologram is going on tour. Would you go to a show? Could you pick another artist mm -hmm. who would want to have a hologram of themselves less than Amy Winehouse? Maybe Kurt Co Cobain. Besides mm -hmm. him, no. I, 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 like, <laughs> no she, I, can't, I can't think of one. She was so not like, yeah, I just am, want to be popular. Yeah. She, she, that's why she got into fucking jazz. <laughs> yeah. and, and now we're just bastardizing her by being like, yeah, she died, but... <laughs> We're still going to make money off of her. No. <laughs> just fucking hilarious. I've always wanted to get really into Amy Winehouse, so maybe I'd go to the show. I just, uh, her music's not for me. It's yeah, not my I genre. Really I I'm, think she's talented as shit. It's not for me. The whole bringing <laughs> dead people back thing, I'm kind of out. I, yeah. the Carrie Fisher in Star Wars and all this yeah. stuff, I'm kind of out. It's weird, guys. I, I don't know. I don't, so I don't like weird. it. I don't like it at it, all. It just feels just like I'm just uncomfortable about it. Yeah. Having said that, the Tupac one at, at uh, Coachella while ago was pretty ball. But I feel like Tupac <laughs> would actually like, love that I feel like shit. Tupac would be like, bring me back. I'm still here. Dude, he didn't want to die. He, yeah. he, we, he might still be alive. Suge Knight's well. uh, son said he's alive in Dubai. True story. Cool. I trust Suge. Yeah. All right. That's time. Moving on. Alec Baldwin has a new Sunday night talk show on ABC. Any interest? I was unaware this was even happening. I no one knew. I found this out. It was I was shocking the world. I, I broke it to the press. Yeah, Henry broke the story. Yeah, Jack. I feel like you might have interest. I have I have zero interest. Uh, Alec Baldwin. I am a huge fan of his movies. I think he's hilarious. I think since the political turmoil that yeah. is this country over the mm -hmm. last six years, he has gone to a, a place of comedy that is not for me. And I'm gonna be out. On so this here's show. my thing. Why I think it might be good. I agree. I think he is so good in movies. Alec Baldwin was so fucking funny in The Departed and everything that he is in. He's incredible. I hate him on SNL because it's just the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it's sometimes funny, but it's also like... It's just the same thing well, over and over again. Let's make other time. stuff. Yeah, and then he do, just keeps doing it. That's exactly what it is. funny. It's just rude. That's exactly mm -hmm. what it is. Let's make yeah. other stuff. But there are already every single late night talk show only talks about politics and Trump mm -hmm. all night long. I think there's a small chance Alec Baldwin is making this just an interview show. If it's just interviews and we're not talking about current events, it'll be incredible. That's my hope. I'm such a slut for a good interview. Oh, I and, love and a right good now, interview. Late, late night shows. Teach it's, me. It's just all just soap and it's just fucking, let's get a good, let let's me get learn. a good combo going. Okay, that's it. <laughs> let me learn. Move Start on. a dialogue. Uh, they just announced they are making a World War Z sequel. Can mm. we believe it? It's finally here. For the same people that asked for Now You See Me too. <laughs> come the people who are asking for World War Z too. <laughs> have either of you guys seen World War Z? No. I have not, now. I cannot believe that, one. But two, <laughs> World War Z, it was okay. It did not end. More than any other movie, it ended with everyone in the audience going, it's over? The whole movie is zombies are taking over. we got to figure out why. 
they uncover a tiny, tiny clue as to what could stop them. We don't stop them, and the movie ends. And it's like Brad Pitt's kind of safe with his family for now. They're still okay. fucking zombies. So, but but no, it was not an ending. Like things were not okay. It was not I Am Legend even. It was like things are bad. They needed to make a sequel. I'm this, just happy we get Brad Pitt and his hair and his scarf back. I'm pumped. Did it leave you wanting more? Or like I'm saying, like was there like a like a, a sudden ending where you're like, oh, they're planning on doing a sequel? They give you a little clue. They give you this one thing. Like, mm-hmm. the, can I, can I yeah, spoil, spoil away. We have five seconds, though. Basically, the zombies don't attack people who are already going to die. People who are, uh, whatever, old or terminally yeah. ill. That's, Interesting. That's in the sequel, we'll see where that uh, knowledge takes them. Okay, next question. <laughs> next one. Jennifer Gardner confirms that an alias reboot is happening. Thank the Lord. What is up with Jay Garner recently? She is in everything. Also, did you guys like the show Alias back so, in the day? So, Henry, my sister, Ryan, loved Alias. She was, like, obsessed with it. Oh, she, Ryan, our sister, learned, uh, tried, tried to learn Arabic because of it. <laughs> And, and Russian. We had all these. Uh, Russian and Arabic. We had all these Rosetta, Rosetta Stones. Stones. Yeah, yeah, we had like all those. Up. We still do. All, yeah. all in CD-ROM. Um, the show, it's interesting because it's kind of like original Grey's Anatomy where it's like you can't stop fucking watching. Well, there's, the whole show was there's a twist every episode. So it's this guy's a double agent. Nope, he's a triple agent. Nope, he's a quadruple agent. That was yeah. like every single episode. Yes. And, yeah. and you find out like her dad is the bad guy. And it's like, well, no, no, her dad was a double agent. And her boyfriend <laughs> is a double agent. Just kidding. He's a triple agent. Like, it was the entire agent. show. He was, he was good. He was he's an good. agent for nobody. Yeah. Um, he's in it for himself. It'll be really interesting to see just because it's like, are they going to have that magic again? Yeah. Because it's a fine line between like the most entertaining show you've ever seen and like this is fucking stupid also jennifer garner cannot be the main character if she is no one will like she has to be an advisor of some sort why you need oh, why? A, you need a 20 year old she something is girl kicking ass Jennifer Henry, Gardner. Get, oh, tell her, Jack. Tell him about get, peppermint. Yeah, get with, tell, yeah, about tell me about peppermint. Get with the times, Henry. It's 2018. The, uh, she is a strong woman. I think peppermint made 140 dollars at the box office. I think they know peppermint was <laughs> awful. We can't have Jen Gardner, but that doesn't mean Elias will be. Gardner, All right, next question. Uh, next question. The first teaser for Aladdin came out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, will Smith is the voice of the genie. How do you think it's going to be? Um, Willie Smith, by the way, James Tucker on official. He was the one who uh, told us to fucking uh, talk about this one. Yeah. James Tucker, you are the funniest motherfucker in the world. Uh, the shout out from especially me and New because we've been talking to him a lot. But uh, he just gets it. I don't know. Billy Smith, Willard Smith, him, him being Robin Williams. It's gonna be incredible. It's gonna be interesting because it's like you can't really replace Robin Williams except with Will Smith. Will Smith, people forget like on his hitch. And Fresh Prince Bel Air, that guy can fucking talk. Oh, he's talk. good. And also, so we, the teaser came out. We get a little glimpse of the world. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty sweet. I thought it looked pretty good. Aladdin's wearing a shirt. I don't like that. You want it, You want his pecs out? I want him to be fucking ripped. You want him to be massive? I want to be a ripped Indian boy. The diamond in the rough. Yes. The diamond in the rough. I think this is the absolute perfect casting. Now that it's no longer animated and we're not just going to have some weird workshopped character, which, uh-huh. by the way, was great. Way to go, Robin Williams. But Will Smith is going to be the best at this ever. Like, his, it's going to be shades of the Fresh Prince guy. It's, not, it's just going to be fantastic. I hope so. Uh, moving on. Uh, move over McSteamy. Move over McDreamy. There's a new love interest in Grey's Anatomy, and that's right. It's Jod Radner or what's his name? Teddy Mosby? Ted Mosby. Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother. Can you believe that? Is this? I think this is an insult to Grey's Anatomy. He's not even nearly good looking enough. Can you guys believe this? Mick what? Come on. Mick who? Mick who? Mick what? Mick Steamy? Mick 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 him? Mick him? Who was the guy in the Grey's Anatomy crew when it was Catherine Heigl and Pompeo and it was just the guy? Charlie? George. 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 This is the worst looking guy since George and it's wrong to do to Sloan Grey Memorial whatever the fuck. I totally cannot believe who I'm talking to right now. I'm insulted. First of all, he's a realistically looking person. I like to have some representation. Josh Radner? Okay. Yes. You need beef in If we have... You need just... Sweet facial hair. If and we have five o'clock shadow, if we have plus size models on the cover of Cosmopolitan, why can't we have regular guys? <laughs> is that too much to ask? It just feels good to be. Yes, it is. It is too much to ask. It is. Yeah, it might be. But I mean, maybe he's like a genius with the scalpel. Maybe, he, maybe he, I, I can't see it. His whole, his whole persona is that he's mediocre. He's a, yeah. he's like a goof. He we'll see. He's a goof. I just, I really hope the Mick him becomes a big sign. Yeah, Mick what? Insulting to the likeness of Ellen Pompeo. That girl is fucking gorgeous. She, Much yeah. like Sam Elliott, she has not mm. aged in 25 years. She and her last fantastic. husband, Mick Dreamy, was run over by a bus, tragically. And shot in the hospital. So yes. she do, you're That's saying she happens. doesn't deserve love? I think Hunter? she deserves better love. That's the end of the question. I think she deserves better love. <laughs> 
All right. To close out the pod, we uh, we asked, uh, we put on our Instagram story. We said, ask us some questions. We'd answer them at the end of the pod. We'd love to make this a bit of a weekly thing. This first week will be a little bit different. But throughout the week, um, if you ever have anything, um, questions for us, also just questions about what's going on. Some mm-hmm. story you saw that we, you think we would talk about or that we should mm-hmm. talk about that we might not. Let us know. DM us. In email fa- us. In do fact, whatever. the best way to do it is actually if you – Go rate us, subscribe, whatever. And if you write us a review, if you ask the question in the review, we'll answer that question. We'll give yeah. you a shout out and stuff too. Or DM us, do whatever for uh, for a while. It's about, we've been doing the pot for about a year mm-hmm. now. And uh, the beginning, it was really only the people that followed us were like, the people that listened, we kind of knew. So we kind of yeah. always assumed, well, everyone knows who we are and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now we got a bunch of new listeners and stuff. So a lot of the questions were just kind of about us and, and random now, things. Now the majority of people we don't know. Yeah, it was the pretty heavy sweet. majority. Pretty, pretty sweet. So uh, we're going to, we, got a ton of questions we picked a handful uh and we'll 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 go through those now mm-hmm. so numero you know from at norm.mac norm dog uh what do you guys do for work where did the name pool boy comedy come from so so pool boy comedy came from originally i actually i was a pool boy i was a pool cleaner and i was pretty damn good at it yeah was that <laughs> what, what year was that after your senior year in high school or something like uh it was 2000 summer 2012 is when I was a, a, a pool cleaner. That's us going in. So that's you after freshman year of college. Yes. Yes. Summer freshman year, I was a pool cleaner. Henry and I uh, had already started doing like sketches and stuff. And I remember being, we were just trying to come up with like, what's the, the channel name? We had a couple different names. Yeah. And pool boy comedy just, just fit. It's just better. Cause everything, just fit. Every, everything else had nothing to do with us. And it was just yeah. like, di- didn't really fit. And then I was like, Hey, I, I am a, a, a pool boy. Yeah. So pool boy comedy actually comes from uh we clean pools yeah literally it's actually There's real nothing clever. <laughs> um yeah moving on oh wait he um, also said what do you guys do oh for what do you guys do for work so uh, new and i are pas production assistant the pa gig kind of, a pa life we, we work on different random sets whenever and then jack is a uh so i was originally I've, head honcho the, 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 <laughs> the past uh couple years i've been a producer at a company called awesomeness tv and then now I'm a supervising producer at a company called Fine Brothers Entertainment. Yeah. So have you ever seen any of those YouTube videos where it's like kids react or like college kids react mm-hmm. to, to this? That's me. And then we also, <laughs> I guess we also, we escort at night kind of on the side. Just a little oh, we all catch. Yeah. So we're all ever, yeah, if you ever see us on one of the, uh, mm-hmm. late at night in the streets of LA, maybe just give us a thumbs up. You beep, try, beep. you know, driving for Uber, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't pay the same. No, mm-hmm. well, the customers, yeah, yeah it's just not. I mean, you and can't even compare. And in pretty much all aspects of our lives, we are whores. Yeah, so, so, so uh, next from at Tyler underscore Mehigan, or there's a handful, Alan X Pedro at Pierre Feig. 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 <laughs> uh, How did you guys meet? How long has the game been together? So uh, I actually want to spearhead this one, if that's go cool. Go for it. Yeah, I do think, it, bro. I think it's a charming little story. Just give do it to it, me, yeah. We, uh, we all went to SMU together. Well, Henry and I met. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you guys are brothers. We're brothers. We're yeah. brothers. So we met when <laughs> I was two. You guys have been, you guys <laughs> have been <laughs> at it for a long time. We you guys <laughs> are from How do you Virginia. Mean? Well, we were in college together. Yeah. You guys are from Virginia. Yeah. I have bounced all over the place, most recently from LA. We all went to SMU together. Jack, you and I have the same first name. Henry, you and I, I don't think so, but a lot of people seem to think so, that we yeah. look a lot alike. People we think that hair. we are identical twins. So mm-hmm. people knew that Jack's brother, Henry, was coming to school there and what he kind of looked like. Mm-hmm. I would start going out to parties my first couple weeks at uh, SMU. People would come up to me and be like, Henry, dude, we've been kn- we knew you were coming. Fucking so nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, uh, you're mistaken, friend. My name's Jack. <laughs> yes. Me amigo. And they would give me this really weird look and be like, all right, fucking strange Joe. And then go around back to you and be like, hey, bro, met your brother Henry. He's I- introducing himself as you. It, it's weird. It was like a thing. Yeah. I had a number of people come up to me and be like, hey, I met your brother. He said his name was Jack. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, like, now, Henry and I have shared a room for all of our lives like i think i know him very very well you tell me that like his move you you told me that and i was like i'm not doing that and who's doing this and ruining college for me (laughs) i'm new here i remember like part of me being like a little bit worried i was like maybe henry is kind of a weird guy yeah maybe why would he do this after 18 uh, years yeah on one fateful night outside of a bar you Mm -hmm. guys saw me and were like oh my god this is the fucking guy that's gotta be go time yeah so we jumped him and we kicked his ass and it was actually in uh the holding cell no we tried but no he got us good. Yeah. No, he, he, he kicked us. But yeah, that's that's how. Yeah. But we, we, we met. We, we laughed about it. We had a good laugh. Had mm-hmm. some drinks, and yeah. the rest is rock and roll history. And then Hen and uh, New have been, you know, roommates for the majority of college. Yeah. yeah. We're the same age. Yes. We're the same age. Jack's older. Jack's I'm older. a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, from at Lime Scoot, 
Mm-hmm. Um, how does your creative process go when you're thinking up skits? This one I wanted to answer just because honestly, we think of something and we, we just fucking do it. I, <laughs> we I, try I, to make ourselves laugh thinking of something and then we, we go and film it. There's really not a whole I can process. answer this one in a little bit more depth. There's two ways that we think of them. One, if we think of like a funny bit. So it's like, what, what's like one of our uh, later sketches? Um, Tweets, the tweeting thing. The, the, the tweeting one. So the tweeting one all came from... Not that's not a, a really good example. Oh, uh, advice to my younger self. Yeah. So advice to my younger self it was the one where I like I was like talking to myself in high school. That one all came from I really wanted. I thought of the joke, uh, the Bin Laden joke, where it's like, yeah, we got him. And then I also thought of the joke where it was like everyone does cocaine. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, so we have two jokes. Let's just like fill the rest out. So that's how we, I think, come up with like half of them is like we think of one joke and then how do we, what do we shoot to make it fit the rep? Like what else can we shoot so that it's like one sketch? And then the other half of the stuff we do is we're like, man, we've shot so many things in the living room. Let's get out of the living room. And we'll just sit there and be like, we could shoot something in the shower, which is how Fish Fight Club came. Yeah, that's how you get Mm -hmm. Fish Fight Club. Or we could shoot something (laughs) in the car, which is how like the Uber sketch and like all those, or we can shoot something at the park, which is how like this week's sketch is coming out or whatever. And then it's just like, okay, what can we shoot in the park? No, with the girlfriend one, we thought of the line, uh, guy sneezes. You didn't say, God bless you. You're atheist. Oh, you're just an asshole. Yeah. And we were like, and we came up with the girlfriend bit. just kind of. Oh. Yeah. There's really no, like, we're not, like, ever writer's roomy. <laughs> I wish no. we were. I wish we were, but we're just not. Um, <laughs> By the way, uh, Lime Scoot, thank you so much for writing in, man. Having said that, you should know we will continue to be friends and have this mutual back and forth. Mm-hmm. We're Team Bird in this house. Oh yeah, we are Team Bird. Team Bird. Oh, is that why he's climbed Scooter? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe his name's Scooter, and that's just a fun way. Our roommate Matthew, who's uh, right over there, he works for Bird. Slinging we're Bird Gang. We are Team Bird. Yeah. We're uh, next from uh, at it's your boy Charlie Boy, which might be the best Insta handle I've ever. Dude, there's heard some pretty good life. ones. <laughs> Holy shit! Cool Insta handle. I also like the next one. Also asked. The, we had a lot of the questions that were asked by the same people. So. At it's your boy Charlie Boy at Dirt Turtle sixty nine. I fucking love that guy. Uh, at Kyle Soda thirteen. So they said, uh, uh, "How'd you guys start? What made you all want to start this? And how'd you make it so successful?" Why? Well, thank you for saying we're successful. Yeah, I, I, some money would be nice. Some money would be nice. Would be nice. But but thank you. Yeah, we uh, we started just uh, we made an Instagram. Three, four years ago, just posting funny clips from movies. Mm-hmm. What? No, we I did mean, that for forever. Like five. No, no, just the Instagram. Yeah. But like we started making sketches when you were 18, I was 16 or 15, yeah. 17, 15. We watched that one South Park documentary called Six Days to Air. And we were like, we can fucking do this. Yeah. And then we, the next day we shot one where Henry's gay and I play his dad, who's mm-hmm. just way too into the fact that he's gay. Um, still our most viewed video. We're still trying to get. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. We, 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 that, we made our best video, uh, the first video we made. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, Henry and I were just Henry and I were like, let's create like an Instagram where we just posted movie clips, and then basically that was more just for us because we were like, there should be an Instagram where, where you just watch funny shit from movies. That's yeah, <laughs> and we all, it should be. And we always loved sketch comedy. We always were, knew we were gonna do it. And so once Henry and New graduated and they came out here, it was just like, all right, let's shoot sketches. So I can do it. And then yeah, um, next from at Elijah underscore Carter, have y'all tried pre workout in Four Loco? Elijah, I'm old enough. I'm just <laughs> old enough where I remember the original Four Locos when they had energy oh, yeah. in them. Yeah. I wouldn't put pre workout in it because I'm not really trying to get swole. No. Well, while, while I'm drinking Four Locos. No. Don't knock until you try it. I'll try anything uh, four times, but um, I haven't tried that. But man, if. If you can get your hands on an OG Four Loco, there was no better feeling than just being all up and and malt liquor drunk. I'll tell you what, I don't know if it's like a little like full scoop action, multi scoop in a Four Loco, mm-hmm. a little sprinkle, a little <laughs> little pinch so, of, so of pre workout in your Floco, micro, maybe your Forty Loco, microdosing. Yeah, micro, microdosing in the Forty Loco. I think yeah. that's a little. I, I think I there's could, a. I could buy in a lot. I think there's enough loco going on. I yeah. think I think I'm comfy with just just the standard dosage yeah. of four loco. I don't think I need the pre workout. Um, next from at its underscore e dot n. What is everyone's sports team? That's a good one. Uh, we're big Arizona hotshots guys. Yeah, Huge that's, our, that's our number one team. Arizona hotshots. Buy in, buy now. They're winning whatever the Super Bowl is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicking off February 9th it's against dope. the fucking San Diego Fleet. So mm-hmm. Jack and I uh, Jack and I are from Virginia, so we're big DC sports fans. Uh, Wiz Nation, um, hashtag Nats Baseball. I'd say our, my, our number one team. So your number one team is for sure Hot Shots. Hot Shots. Hot Shot hot Nation. Hot Shot Nation. Um, 
Go shots. <laughs> that was gonna be. I don't know. I, don't know. I like that though. Shot, shot. shot. Oh, they're gonna play yeah. shots yeah. by Imagine Dragons. Yeah. That'd be good. Wow, a lot of shots up. That'd be Fuck good. Yeah. Um, I'm so pumped. Um, <laughs> mine, I'd for sure say my number one team's Washington Nationals. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty close. Nats and Wiz, they both have broken my heart so many times. Mm-hmm. But the Wiz are still kind of my children. The Nats are like the, the teens who are almost adults. Yes. But uh, those are the big ones. And then we're giant football fans because we're from New York. And then New York kind of. I'm big time Laker guy. And Laker big, Nation. Uh, pony freaking basketball. Pony mm-hmm. SMU basketball. Pony up. Scott Sanford sent us that too. Yeah, pony up. Great. Uh, next from at Jackie Chanza. Do you guys? That's like- a great name too, Jackie Chanza. Whoa, yeah, I like it. Uh, do you guys like high-powered rock and roll? You're uh, fucking right, Jackie. Chanza. I'm even listen to the pod. I, the intro. I fucking wrote the book in grunge rock. I listened to Screaming Trees yeah. and fucking Pearl. I Dan. think Jackie Chanza knew this answer and he just wanted yeah. to give us a little softball. He saw us and he was like, "That guy fucking listens yeah. to Seether, so and I know it." Uh, at Carter underscore or at underscore Carter Berger. What's your favorite episode of The Office? Fantastic question. Fantastic mm-hmm. question. I'm always the episode before the merger. Um, branch is closing. Branch closing. Yep. That's my fave. Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah, that's my fave. You get a little bit of everything. You get the best of everything. Stanford's everybody. closing. Yeah. We're not closing, Michael. <laughs> Stanford's closing. Yeah, that's my fave. You guys, can you guys top that? I'll M. go Traveling Salesman, where you get really? uh, Dwight coming Dwight back into the office. You get Andy punching holes in the walls. Oh, yeah. wow. I believe you also get Dwight on the roof of that one, uh, taking calls from... Uh, Pam Jim wow. staying to throw away his phone. Good stuff. Good stuff. I think probably basketball, the first first season with, with basketball is yeah. probably my, my number one. I think so. It's a little awkward awkward for me. It's hard because there's season one fucking there's so many fucking I love the office. The office you, is, you get no nard dog in season one. Best so, show of all time. Great question though. Um next from Armstrong J C twenty seven. What's up? Mm-hmm. Uh what's one thing you inexplicably and irrationally hate? Like I hate recycling, fuck recycling. <laughs> I I'm so with dude, you, dude. Yeah. Can That's I tell you something, Armstrong? I fucking hate recycling. They made it so complicated. Yeah, why? They got nine different trash cans at the airport. The now fuck? I just I feel like I'm fucking it up. I, I hate it. I, I hate recycling. I fuck it up now like intentionally just being like don't tell me <laughs> yeah. where to throw my things also hot take i don't think anything's getting fucking recycled dude it's not i'm throwing shit out in the wrong bins yeah. all the time you tell me we got guys sifting through the all whole, these bins literally the whole no. thing's just a confidence boost yeah. Yeah. who's going through these bins nothing's There's getting too many, recycled too many complicated bins armstrong Did anybody have it. anybody have something they hate um like a million things but uh <laughs> <laughs> power bars the color oh dude that's one so power bars they change their colors from like I'm a big peanut butter power bar guy, and I also like chocolate as well. And for some reason, like a year ago, they changed it so that peanut butter power bars were no longer the orange wrapper. That was now the chocolate one, and peanut butter were were uh, red. So it's the insulting. I'll go for a, a peanut, and I'll grab it, and I'll look at it, and it's like chocolate. Like, why the fuck would you have the, the chocolate one be colored like peanut butter? Why would you ever do that? <laughs> yeah. What a stupid, what a stupid, stupid move. A stupid game. I also hate Brad Paisley, uh, and we'll, we'll probably have to get into that later. I was going to say, we cannot get into the that, Brad that Paisley thing That is a huge right rivalry. Now. I think he's just absolute trash i think he's hacky i think that his song listen to water alcohol and candy hey keep brad paisley and, and and tell me that's not the same fucking hacky we can't song. start I can't we're done you that's all i have your say. point because then that i need to give you that's rebuttal. all i want to how say. is that fair that i don't get to, to take i know i know i don't get this to give wrong. you a rebuttal uh, i will be shitting on all your things i know next <laughs> i know i look forward to it next question at, uh, from at c bellinger 20 uh where is potheads brethren so potheads so this one yeah i actually wanted to because we've had a lot of people uh new and i did not realize how big potheads actually was how many people actually listened to it and were into it so we made we like i fucking love harry potter and i've read the books many a time <laughs> fucking love it. I, I i am just such a huge pothead uh new uh also loves it but had never read the book so for people who never listened to it which by the way check it out uh basically we just went chapter by chapter through harry potter just talking pot and just and just smoking it up um we stopped because it ended up being like a ton of work <laughs> and and my, well, but we want to continue doing it, but it's just like uh, sketches come first. I'd say podcast comes. It's a close second, tied for first podcast, and then also like sculpting I mean, our bodies three, sculpting our bodies three, um, <laughs> scuba diving four. If we can't scuba, what's this all been about? Yeah. Um, but also just like work and stuff. Like it was just it was getting in the way of doing other stuff. We're gonna do podheads. We just have to figure. We're gonna bring it back. We just gotta figure out. Uh, when we do that. And last question from a uh, from a, a relative, Christina, Christina our cousin Christina, Christina. cousin uh, at Coche one one thousand seven. What sound do you guys love to use the most on your soundboard? For me, it's easy. Was it you busted? You busted. Uh, <laughs> you busted. That's easy for me. That's number one. I don't know. There's a couple. We had a, we have Are You Kidding Me, Pam, that we never used. That might be number two for yeah, me. That one's pretty yeah. good. God, how have we not found a way to get that one in? Yeah, there? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think. 
I think probably what a pathetic loser because I just love that from Dumb and Dumber. What a pathetic loser! Yeah, it's so great. I just so love. Great. It's just so mean. I guess our fucking theme song is technically yeah. attached to the soundboard. Oh yeah, your theme song is too money. Yeah, I it's baller. I love putting together uh, sick beats. <laughs> so I'm sort of the Dr. Dre <laughs> yeah, of, of the crew of Instagram comedians. Yeah. Um, and those were the questions. Uh, send us some more. We'd love to uh, answer whatever. We'll definitely pick a couple each week. And again, mm-hmm. if you have anything that you want us to talk about with us, or also just this happened and yeah. what do you guys think, do, or do it in reviews yeah. on the on iTunes mm-hmm. or on SoundCloud or on on YouTube or whatever. Just because also that'll make more people actually like see us and listen to us. And the bigger this grows. Oh, dude, some money would be nice. The money would be nice. <laughs> it would be really sweet if we just had... cool. I don't, I don't even want it, though. I mean, freaking sellouts. I, they literally, disgust me. The most <laughs> they disgust of, me. The most of what I buy is uh, Power Bars. <laughs> so, so, Power Bar sponsor? Not, we don't even need that much money. <laughs> yeah, we need very, very just little. Some. Just yeah. some. Would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, And that was the pod. We do have a musical guest today. Pumped about it, actually. New I am, intro? too. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we could not get Alanis Morissette as we wanted to. So, oh. we're going to have to go Can't with a quick plug minute. in. We've got Brad Paisley here with Little (laughs) Moments. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Brad, you're trash. (laughs) You're trash, Brad. You're a hack. Fuck you, Brad Paisley. (laughs) Great move. I'll never forget the first time that I heard Pretty mouth say that dirty word And I can't even remember now What she backed my truck into But she covered her mouth and her face got red And she just looked so darn cute But I couldn't even act like I was mad I live for the little moments like that. Last like this last year on my birthday, she lost all track of time, burnt the cake, and every smoke detector in the house was going off. She was just about to cry Until I took her in my arms And I tried not To let her see Me laugh Yeah, I live for Little moments Like that But she tries so hard for me And I thank God that she isn't Cause how boring would that be It's the little imperfections It's a sudden change in plans When she misreads the directions We're lost but holding hands Yeah, I live for Little moments like Yeah!